Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Look, my day job as a firefighter is tough, but my night job as a social media manager, my Persian cat Jinxie, that's intense. It's 8 p.m. I've finally gotten home from another 24-hour shift, and I just want to kick back with a cold one, but... Old Jinxie knocks my beer right off the counter and gives me that look that says, no drinking on the clock. But Heineken Zero Zero keeps us both happy. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I get my drink, and I can still work on Jinxie's new line of merch. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Fighting Cock is back. We're joined by James Moore, Flav, Wendy, Alex from Bristol. We review Palace, talk about the upcoming upcoming Liverpool game. Uh, Wendy drops the knowledge. We have a little request for to find something lost. <laughs> quick, fire, <laughs> quick fire questions from so many of you. We appreciate it greatly. Uh, some more questions. Talk Champions League draw. Where's the best piss up? Where's the best drugs? Uh, 
and then you know we do a bit of Facebook Live, and then that's about it. We'll see you later. <laughs> Boom. What do I press? Pause. The record button. Which one is it? Quick. Which one is it? Is it the stop? It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. A camel no. Season six, episode. That's right. Season six, episode four. Episode four, season six of Fighting Call Podcast. Today I'm with. Windy. Hello. We've got James Moore, 442. Hello. And the Fighting Cock. 442 is what you do when you're not thinking about the Fighting Cock. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And Alex from Bristol. What's going on? How's everybody? I'm Flav. Yeah, all right. Not too bad. I'm all right. Yeah, good, thanks. Pretty good. Yeah. I'm my back this week. Did you? I've been telling you to go to... Oh, no, good. you haven't. Stop saying you've been telling me to go to an osteopath. You're thinking of spooky. It wasn't. I spoke to you. This you thing. haven't. I've never hurt my back before. Okay, and I've done it the first time. Well, guys, it's horrible. Osteopath. James, how have you been? I've got a bad back as well, actually. Have you? I see. Right now, yeah. And I've been told to go to an osteopath too, but not by you. I, have you been? No, I haven't. No. Honestly, people that talk about back pain, whinge about it, it's because they just don't listen to simple instruction, which is go to see an osteopath. It's much more fun to whinge and complain about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Right? I know. It can't be as simple as that. Well, it is because these guys know what they're doing and, and doctors in my experience of having multiple bad back issues since I was 15 years old right. um, I don't know what they're talking about when it comes to back pain they send you to physiotherapists who don't know what to do in my opinion that's good I'm glad we got that clear <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit of a mood Chris tell me what you've been doing <laughs> very direct tonight yeah. I like it yeah. um, what have I been doing watching Spurs went to the game on Saturday Yep, it was good. Oh yeah. Other than that, just you know, work. Good. Ticking over. Fascinating. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna do a proper announcement, but the Fighting Cock have, have signed up to work with Project Football, uh, Project FTBL. Um, they've signed like loads and loads of, for want of a better expression, content creators. Um, they're working with lots of fans. They're building a new social media network, um, which is aiming to rival uh, things like. Facebook and Twitter um, they're setting up a place for football fans to get together and um, share media I guess and, and enjoy fan made content so uh, we were talking lots more about that um, sorry I've just had to fuck with the sound so if that dips then it's my fault um, yeah so lots lo- lots more to come about that and when when we can properly announce it and, and tell you what, we, what we're going to be doing with it we will it'll be very sh- shortly I think it's launching in the autumn sometime it might be before though whatever um Burning question from Dave W. Reddit. He says, "Why is James Why is James Moore not a fan of Matthew Pinsent?" <laughs> well, uh, I'm, I'm excited glad, about I'm this. Glad someone's asked this question. Definitely. Uh, about ten years ago, I did work experience at the Times, uh, and they sent me to a kind of press day for the Commonwealth Games boxing team. Now I know this is your thing, yeah. the boxing. Mm. I haven't got a fucking clue. Right? <laughs> I know Amir Khan was there. I recognised him. There's one or two others I've kind of heard of since. Uh, one called Price, like a David uh, Price, David yeah, Price, one of yeah, tall ones. Yeah. One of tall ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good reach. Yeah. Good yeah. reach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah. yeah. Well done. Uh, thanks. <laughs> Glass chin, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did. Have, yeah, it was weird. It was like translation. <laughs> <laughs> it was really weird. Um, and I was interviewing the captain of a team whose name I think might have been Neil Perkins. He may have kind of faded into obscurity yeah, in the last decade, maybe. Why'd you hate him? Right, I'm telling the story. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's 
Because you're so in the mood, mood of, just let him talk. Funnily enough, I was in the middle of talking and I got interrupted by a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was interviewing this guy and Pinson is there for the BBC. He rolls right up, um, stands kind of between us and says to him, uh, hi Neil, do you want to come and do an interview with the BBC quickly over here? And I'm in the middle of like a conversation recording it. And before we, I can say anything, before I can react to it, and before he can kind of even look at me, he's like dragging him away. What? He's like dragged him away into the corner and started interviewing somewhere else. And I'm like, well... On. And yeah. like, that, isn't that called the mix-up? Something like that? No, no, not really. It was like... It was like do you know what I'm of, talking about? Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 no, what is that for people that don't know? The mix zone yeah. in football is after the game yeah. where usually you have like a kind of corridor where there'll be uh, the players walking through after the game uh, and you can kind of grab them, not physically. Yeah. Um, they probably frown upon that. Uh, <laughs> and kind of speak to them kind of on an impromptu basis. So that guy was a, an arsehole and you, you're not... Yeah, he was an arsehole. You're yeah, not letting that go. going on about it for 10 years. Yeah. 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 I um, think that's something to hold a grudge yeah, about. I think so. It's fair uh, enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, who's the worst person you... The worst footballer <laughs> you've met in the mix zone and can you, can you say? Uh, what's, who immediately springs to mind? There's one... I, I'm kind of reluctant to say. Terry Venables, right? I've, I've interviewed him three times and he's been a prick every time. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. I know. It's bad, isn't it? <laughs> he, comes, he comes across as quite likeable and jovial. Facade. Yeah. Don't be so but, fucking naive. Yeah, it's funny because he's kind of <laughs> it's kind of like venerated in the same way in the media as Harry Redknapp, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So I kind of thought. Then I met Harry Redknapp later on, and I thought, oh, well, he's going to be a band as well. But he wasn't. And he was really nice. He was really good. Do you know? Good as gold. Do you know who I met? Who I thought was going to be lovely, but ended up being absolutely horrible. Uh, Ray Clements. Really? Really? Yeah, he may have just been having a bad day. Yeah. But it's my lasting memory of him. I had one pretty strong one of the other way around, actually, who I thought was going to be a, a real prick and was actually a really, really nice guy. A couple of times I've met him, it's Joey Barton. Yeah. I thought he was going to be just arrogant and just a pain, but he wasn't. He's a genuinely nice chap. For, in terms of Joey Barton, though, even if you dislike him, he's he is he can tell he's working class and he holds on to that root. Mm. And, and someone who genuinely feels they're working class don't don't tend to kind of transcend or, or what would you say it kind of no I know what you mean their... and it's interesting you say that because in the circumstance I met him it was a, a case where I was at like a like a luxury lounge thing where he was getting free stuff basically all the people that were there getting free stuff and he turned up late and was like people trying to give him all these amazing free gifts and he was like no I don't need it mate it's fine honestly you know keep it for yourself if you want or yeah. give it to someone else or whatever so yes Okay, oh, it's probably a good time to mention that we're getting, we're getting Matt Gottrell on the uh, on the pub. That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know, he's a multi gold winning Olympic rower. Is yeah. he more twice? Fuck, uh, Olympic rowers for fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> did they, I think they, did they win two or was it just one? I think it was. We the, should it, know they this. Won, they won the men, men eight men's eights. Yeah, eight um, cox states. Cox states, and he's he went to school with Billy T. Yeah. Uh, who's been on the podcast before and there was an article on the Spurs website today where they interviewed Matt really good interview and he sort of mentions that Billy's the one who got him to go to Spurs for the first time so yeah, right. yeah, Billy got a shout out on the official site I'm not a big fan of he's going to be coming here like with his abs and stuff oh yeah he will we definitely have the abs yeah can we get Case down for that we, I think we what, we need two people to make us feel yeah but then we'll have someone from the fighting cock side to show that we're all not all just you know out of shape yeah, you know, I'm, to, be, to, to be fair, I'm sick of Casey's abs. <laughs> so um, 
Yeah, I I I, I hope hope to know him long enough to see it descend into mm. that's into a mess. Yeah, that would be nice. All right, um, let's move. Let's talk about Palace because we won our first game of the season, only two games in, and if you compare that to last season, we're already three points up where we were last year. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah, show at once. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's it's good. Just pretty positive. I mean, I I came away from the game feeling fairly positive about the whole thing. And then I kind of logged on Twitter and there was a lot of negativity and I was quite surprised actually by how negative the reaction was. Were you surprised? Um, well, yeah, I probably shouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, my timeline's quite, normally quite a positive place. I like to keep it a happy place. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I thought we did okay. There was, there were plenty of chances carved out throughout the whole game. Um, the best couple being Alderweireld's header and then the Janssen one-on-one, which he... He took with his weaker foot and put wide, but I thought broadly we we played pretty well. Um, given that Ali wasn't playing due to illness, we did well. So it wasn't it wasn't a tactical thing. He was ill. Uh, he was ill during the week, so he hadn't trained for a couple of days, and I presume that was it. I wasn't surprised. I mean, I was surprised when he didn't start, and if it was down to illness, and understand, but I kind of wasn't that unhappy to see him get a bit of rest. I, I wasn't. Even, I, no. I agree. He he didn't look too good in the first game. And when he came on at the weekend, he really looked like he was kind of back to his old self. I think it was his first touch that put Janssen through on the ball. The yeah. ball kind of had that. was incredible. Mm. It was perfect. The weighting yeah. of that pass. I mean, the whole move was great. One and two touch stuff. I loved yeah. it. Um, but Ali kind of had that zip about him again and that the swagger, which I think if if that's him revitalised now, then it's a great bit of management by Pochettino. Would you say that Kane played in a number 10? Very much so, yeah. yeah. Which, uh, as you've said for a long time, he's played played there in, in in youth level. He's played there for Spurs a few times as well. But mo- by and large, seen him as a number nine. And you'd worry about him, his goals drying up a little bit if he was to drop into ten more often. If if that's something that Pochettino wants to wants to see. You also talked to Kane talked about what a great thing it was to play with another striker on the pitch. They both had chances. Probably Janssen had the better of the the two, but there was two shots that Kane had one he whipped. Just past the post and the header. The diving header was really yeah, yeah which was a difficult chance. It was a difficult he, he chance. He did really well to get in the box and get anything on it. Yeah, so it's it kind of Jansen dropped deep and, and and Kane took up his position at nine mm. and, and just the, the, there seemed to be a chemistry between them that will only get better. But was you was you okay with the fact that I'm sure you was, but James was you okay with the fact that uh, Kane was deployed as a ten or? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you can see just from watching that game really that he's gonna he's gonna get chances from Janssen being there. He did Janssen did so well at holding the ball up and holding defenders off and just playing little layups that you can kind of see once they've got to know each other a bit better in terms of the way they play that Kane should get more chances probably different chances maybe to the ones he was getting before. Yeah. But those are the kind of chances he's quite often missed before the mm. ones in the box. The ones he's got a bit of time and he's at the edge of the box is where he normally scores. So it might actually be that helps him in a way. Benefits him, yeah. yeah. I think um, Janssen being there, I really liked it because it takes the pressure off Kane in a, in a couple of ways, I think. One in the obvious way in the fact that he's not the only recognised striker, you know, or senior striker in, in the club. But but also, as as players who have as much attention as, as he has had over the last two years now, you, you constantly have to reinvent your game to, to, be, to be able to keep performing at the levels you do. We've seen Bale do it, we've seen... Um, even Van der Vaart did it in, in, in the last six months where he, where he changed position ever so slightly but, uh, and the fact that Harry's now going to be able to come back into a number 10 it's going to give people other things to think about now and he's going to be doing different things and as James said he'll get different chances um, I was a little bit disappointed with him on, on um, Saturday I must admit I thought that, that chance from the edge of the box 
should have been should have been a goal. He's had plenty of time, plenty of space, and for what we expect from him now, probably should have scored. But um, no, on the whole, it, it was it was really good. I thought um, I was the same as you, Wendy. I came away from that afterwards thinking, Do you know, what? I was frustrating for a long time. But you know, really, if anyone had the the better of that game, it, it was us. You know, you know, and yeah. the games are ninety minutes for a reason. You know, they're they're my favourite types of games usually if it's 91st 92nd minute winner when we don't deserve it yeah. <laughs> but I actually thought we did deserve it at I, the end of it we definitely oh, deserved we it definitely. there were some good individual performances I thought Walker was oh, fantastic tremendous. absolutely fantastic really switched on for the whole game won a lot of important headers in the box um, loads of loads of charges forward and, and just general work rate from Walker and I thought Wanyama was really quietly impressive as well um, not just for the goal, <clears throat> but he did a good job for the goal because he kind of did that blocking job on. Um, it was Tompkins, wasn't he? Just yeah. come on, and then got on the end of it. But for the Kane chance at the edge of the box, if you watch it again, Wanyama makes a really good run to drag the defenders away and create the space. Um, I thought that was a really intelligent play. Actually, I, I was kind of impressed with his playing. I really like him. Yeah, I think I, I think he's I think he's great, and he could be whether whether or not he starts every game. If Dembele is is the same Dembele as we get for the second half of last season, I don't know. But if you look at the amount of money that's being spent on players, and like I, I, I've got no issue with it, I don't care if Johnny Evans is going for twenty five million. Yeah. It's, it's about inflated prices yeah, and, and inflated money, and <clears throat> there's so much money in the game at the moment. So that's besides the point. What is incredible is that in this market, we still picked up Wanyama for eleven million pounds. Yeah, I mean that's Levy's a genius, isn't he? Surely. That's insane money. I mean, a proven Premier League player who's, what, two seasons, I think, at Southampton and played really well. Yeah. Generally pretty well. I mean, I know he got three red cards last season, which is more than our whole team put together. Mm-hmm. But, but maybe you can see... But he's a destroyer. You know, exactly. that's, it's kind of... It's, it's almost what you expect. And <laughs> Levy has many, many faults. Let's, let's, you know, let's have it right. He's, he's not he's not perfect by any stretch of imagination. But what he is good at is, is these types of things. You know, to think of the players over the years that we've got in on ridiculous sums really when you look at it at what other people are going for um, you know and that's you know if you have to if you want to take a positive from Levy even no one can deny that aspect of it when Yama became the 138th player to score for Spurs in the, in the Premier League that's is that right in saying it's more than any other club what that's had different goal scorers yeah uh, yeah yeah it's, it's right I don't know I don't know quite what that says well, we probably just said so we've got in a second, I think. I yeah, so it isn't so. necessarily uh, <laughs> yeah. a, a Maybe good not a sign of quality, but a sign of how many players you kind of churned our way through. Yeah. And have managed to hit the back of the net. Think of all the terrible players that have managed to hit the back of the net. Do you know what? That's funny. Amy O'Hara. Yeah. David Howes. Lady King. I watched... Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I watched the 97-98 season review on YouTube last night for God knows why. It's just bored. And... Uh, and you look at the level of players, and that was one of the games where it was just it seemed like a different score every time. Everson, Nielsen, Howes, Ferdinand, oh, Fox. Those are bad times. Nicola Berti. Yeah, it's just um, Jose. And they were showing it with Jose Dominguez making his debut in a reserve game, and, sh- and they showed the highlights of Dominguez on the big oh, yeah, on the yeah, jumbotron yeah. before the game, Jeez. and everyone's so excited. And he scored it. He scored you look at it. Like, he was exciting as fuck. Well. He, he really was. He, he was scored quite lively. He scored on his uh, debut against Birmingham. Birmingham, yeah, two yeah. nil. Yeah, it's funny how the much rubbish you remember in your head. Why is <laughs> yeah. that ever gonna? Why am I gonna need that shit? Um, Palace again, toothless. Uh, they're kind of everything you'd expect. I thought that they had the players to damage us. There just wasn't a great deal of quality there. I think they had one probably. Well, they went through on goal and Vaughan managed to stand up. But he had very little to do. Delaney was massively honest 
it's kind of rare when he was saying <laughs> you've signed Benteke is good signing he's like well he's not messy yeah you know? and, it, and it's fact is the fact that Benteke is a great signing for them but they need they've got so much work to do to get him the ball and create the chances he needs you'd, ex- you'd expect with Townsend and Zaha and Sacco that he will get those chances um, oh. but I don't think it would have been a different result if he had played on Saturday. Possibly not. You've got to think that they were playing against two of the better fullbacks in the league mm. and they both played really well. Mm. So Zahar and Townsend on another day maybe would have had a bit more joy, but Walker and Rose, I thought. I just thought we managed them, yeah. you know, just quite relatively easily. All right, we didn't make it look like that at times, but I, there was never a point where I was thinking, Jesus, I think they're going to score here. When you're sat when you're sat in the ground, we'll always have like our fans kind of twitching and kind yeah. of panicking. Yeah. But, there wasn't really a moment, I don't think, where he really caused us any major problems. Well, that's about game plan, isn't it? About well, dealing yeah, with yeah. these players. How do you yeah. deal with the players that can cause damage? And you'd hope Pochettino had a plan for those that were successful. It wasn't a fluke. Well, I yeah. guess it was, you know, you had the two, two full-backs trying to show them outside, and if they get inside, you've got Wanyama and Dyer there yeah. to kind of mop up. That quartet of, 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 of Wanyama, Dyer, Alvarez and Vertonghen, even if one of them's having a bad game... I can't see many players, many teams getting at us, and there'll be no greater competition or or uh, example of or, or test on 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 our first eleven than when we play Liverpool, which we'll come on to. Yeah, and you had two fantastic covering centre backs who are quick and and read the game well. And you know, Carl Walker's reading of the game is one thing that he probably had to improve, which which he has. Then you're right; it's you know, it's, it's a it's a really strong unit if they want to be. I think um, the the one thing I'd say about about Saturday was. Um, was as much as as much as it was a little bit laboured in terms of we, we didn't get the goal in, until when we got it. I think that's part of of the type of team that we have now. And and I think Di gave an interview after saying that we know that if we keep playing at this intensity, there's not going to be many teams that are going to be able to match that for ninety minutes. And if if it is still nil nil or we need a goal or whatever after eighty or plus, then we still feel confident about being able to get that goal. And, and you know, I mean, we talked about it last season, but how long has it been since we've had that? For you know, I think back to the Swansea game last year when we were one 0 down with ten minutes to go, and you, we go one 0 down, and you know, back in the day, it would have been people moaning and going, "Oh, that's it, lucky to stay up." Uh, but you know, it, there was seemed like a calm around it, and, and know, that's what it seems like. We've still you know got. You need which is to nice. do? I, I think there's. I know so many people are on Twitter now, but if you just don't use Twitter, no, or turn it off. On a match day, is just so much nicer. It's much nicer not or, or just at all. I, I think by and large, I'm not going to have, have a wider conversation about Twitter. But I, I've been since I've stopped really using my account, certainly around football. My mate, my account, not the fighting cock, is uh, I, I kind of enjoy football a lot more. I don't get caught up in these needlessly stupid conversations. I don't get involved with people who want to spew their negativity onto me. Not to me personally, but yeah. they're just you know by reading my timeline. Literally, don't go near Twitter ever, really, unless I've got something to say, and then I'll read yeah. my ads. But my timeline, I don't ever fucking look at, because yeah. generally, by and large, good people on there. I think that I follow, but I just fucking don't care about it. I don't, I don't care. I don't want to read negative negativity about Spurs. Enough of it goes on in my own head. I don't need more of it in my, you know, feeding that. If I put doubts about Spurs, they're there. I don't want to add new doubts that I haven't thought of yet because I'm not intelligent enough. Um, I'm fine being it, this level of intelligent if it means I'm happier. 
It d- ignorance is fucking bliss, Alex. <laughs> it depends on the problems you get. You know, we've you know, if you've got a group of friends that you can talk to shit after a game, I can't even read love the shirts timeline. And that's yeah, but, only following sixteen out of my mates. Yeah, but what I mean is, we'll talk to we'll we'll talk to each other in a WhatsApp group, or people will talk to each other as they're walking walking back that. out from the game and stuff. You that as well. You but like some people just have different platforms of finding different opinions. And like I said, I, I didn't see a massively. Neg- I saw more of a negative reaction to the Everton game than I did the did the did the Palace game. In the, in the stadium, <clears throat> as the game was wearing on, it didn't seem like people were really getting that edgy. It wasn't no. like you say it would have been like that in the past, but yeah. everyone seemed quite calm. I think, and also you could see the Palace fans were definitely kind of starting to. Yes, they were ramping up their banter as the game was going on. Like right. they were kind of getting a bit like yeah. frantic, and the Palace players you could kind of see were kind of. Sorry, what do you mean? Like, you mean they were becoming more confident? Or no, no, no. They, it seemed like they were kind of getting a bit more kind of. Is it because they felt like yeah, it was like yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. and yeah. and that's why I said about the Swansea game last year, and that was the first game that I can remember of, of really feeling that calm. We went a goal down, everyone's like, you know what? We've probably still got this, and it was a really nice kind of atmosphere to be in. And I and I I, I felt that on on Saturday to an extent. I don't know whether I was uh, I was starting to moan. I must have been towards the end, but just because. Uh, it's especially when your first game of the season, but um, no, it was it was the same. I think as a as a supporter base, we've got a nice at the game. I think we've 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 it's all right at home at the minute. Well, it's quite a unified spirit. I mean, yeah, you can't you can't not get behind what's happened. We finished third in the league last year. Should have finished second. How can you not be happy at that? If you turn on them now, then you are some sort of weird knee jerk weirdo. I mean, you can't turn on Tottenham right now. I can't, like, moments of weakness where you're angry. I get yeah. that. I get that completely. Um, yeah, what it feels like is Pochettino said to the players if we go a goal down it doesn't matter we know we're good enough stick to our plane in, in games you lose in games you'll concede goals all you have can do is work at 100% or as close to 100% as you can throughout the whole 90 minutes and the results will be what they be but over by and large they'll be positive so it's about how you can maintain that level headedness in order to perform in the style that I want you to play in the moments of adversity I've going like a goal down or two goals down or losing a couple on the bounce because yeah. ultimately the system is right the players are right that we've got there and by and large it will be a positive experience following Spurs I think that needs to be realised and understood by supporters as well that there will be times you can't, can't win every game yeah. it's impossible even the best teams lose Barcelona lost last year you know the, the, you have to accept the, the losses you just accept them and move on and you'll be so much happier you enjoy sporting Spurs a bit more I think what do I know? <laughs> Nothing. Guaranteed. All right. Anything else to add Can on? we talk about Ericsson? We should do. We should do, really. Go on. I've made, made my point. He was getting minds and groans, or at least where I see it. Yes. I, uh, oh, Joe, because I mean, like I said, I, we probably said our bits on Ericsson last, so I'm interested to... What do you think, James? Uh, I think I once tweeted that Pavlichenko was the best shit player I'd ever seen play for Spurs, and that Ericsson was the... Worst good player. Worst good player, or something <laughs> yeah. like that. You've you, um, you it on the other I'm not. I'm not entirely sure if I still think that, but I, I can see why people find him really frustrating. Because when he doesn't play well, he looks like he's having a far worse game. You know, having a bad game, but he looks like he's having a far worse game than he is. His body language isn't really great. I think he's showing up a little bit by the work rate of some of the players around him. He doesn't throw himself into tackles, and he's really bad for kind of pulling out of challenges as well. That was what really really got to me Saturday there was and it wasn't even a 50-50 of, of two people going in for a ball on the ground it was yeah, the header on the edge of their box yeah, yeah. where he physically took two steps back before it even started coming yeah. down and that was 
Oh, that's ridiculous. Chris, are you, last time we had this conversation about, probably about a year ago with Ericsson, maybe a bit less, you, you actually showed some sort of level-headedness and explained why Ericsson is good even when he doesn't appear to be doing much. I think it was about finding space. That would, yeah, I, I, I still I still feel like that. I mean, I thought Ericsson had a really, really bad game. Mm. Um, and I think partly it may have been the fact that he was playing on the right. Um, I mean, it, it sounds like I'm making excuses for him in a way because he's an attacking midfielder. He should really be able to play any of his... So many, so many players can't do that. Yeah, yeah. And it, I mean, he, he, looked, he looked hopelessly out of form. And like James said, it felt like... Where you've got Lamella, who tears around the pitch and puts everything in... Um, and there was one incident with Lamella where he, he, he intercepted a ball in the right back area and suddenly he's at the top left corner of the pitch chasing it down. Ericsson doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll nick the ball and he'll, he'll, he'll recover the ball when it's loose in the midfield and set um, attacks going, which is really, really useful. But he does bottle challenges. He doesn't sort of tear around in the, in the same fashion as some of the others. So when he's not It's not his fault well, that he doesn't do that. No, no, no. And we're not expecting him to no. do that either. He's it's been just... picked by Pochettino to do a job. and yeah. He's... yeah, of course, but... The, the difference being that when Lamella's not playing well on the ball, he's still hugely effective. Whereas when Ericsson's not playing well Part on the ball, game, there's an argument that he's... genetic makeup, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think the, the right sub was to take him off and put Ali on, and it made an instant difference. Um, and I think Ericsson will come back and he'll be, he'll be absolutely fine, but he had a poor game. I think the thing is, no matter what kind of football fan you are, whether you're kind of analytical or more passionate, when you're, when you're at the game or watching the game and you're partial... I don't care what kind of fan you are, you'll be naturally swaying more towards a player like Lamella, I think, when things aren't going well. Yeah. Who we hearing about trying mm-hmm. to kick people and stuff. That's no matter thing. what kind of fan you are. And I think that's the thing that when things aren't going well, people will turn on Ericsson slightly earlier because in those moments, maybe he, he doesn't show himself quite as well. Okay, fair enough. I don't want to go to labour the point with Ericsson too. He's a great player, obviously. Yeah, I mean, and he'll come good. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, absolutely. And after we, after well, it was mainly me in the first instance who brought that Ericsson criticism up. So a lot of people say, "Oh, fighting cock, hate Ericsson That's stupid. It's a ridiculous thing to say. We don't hate him as a matter. We just fucking. There's nine of us. Yeah. We're gonna have different opinions on things. Just that I'm massively influential, obviously. <laughs> um, anyway, like I said, <laughs> a year ago. A year ago, he said that, and then he came back into form, and you know, and we had no, I had no criticism at all. Um, just one more thing about the, about the game on Saturday: with the stadium was missing its 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 corner. What you weren't happy about it, really, was you? I wasn't happy about it, not just because I didn't get this discount that some people have had, because I apparently wasn't close enough, but because it was fucking cold in August. <laughs> it was really cold. But some people got a discount. Yeah. yeah, so the people who were sat like, immediately next to it got like 10% back on their season ticket. Like, oh, yeah. What, without applying it? The yeah, just just like, I don't know whether that was yeah. something to do with the trust. I'm not, I'm not yeah. sure. Cheap yeah. tickets for Champions League. Like, Discount. Give him money back. back. Ridiculous, yeah. Fair fuck. So was it cold? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was really cold. <laughs> I'm glad we're not playing those championship games at White Hart Lane now because I fucked being there on a Wednesday night in December. You're literally whinging about the cold. Yeah, I am, yeah. In August though. August. It probably wasn't cold. It was. It was the, the wind. Wind, was, wind so chill. Wind chill. Maybe yeah. it was a bit wind chill. But it'll be interesting <laughs> to see. You went on the side of a fucking mountain. Why are lane against modern like, football when fans? When you're sat facing that West it's like a ma- it's like a roaring mountain. Maybe you so should have not worn like Bermuda shirt, shorts, and flip flops. <laughs> yeah. 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 Dress more appropriately next time. Did it affect the atmosphere for you? Not really. No. Was I mean, it still? Was it loud at all? 
it picked up, it was up and down, the same as any other game, really. I, I didn't really notice that much of a difference as far as that was concerned. The one thing was when Townsend came over to take a corner, normally you'd get like that kind of ripple of applause. Yeah. And it was really quiet because there's so few people kind of stacked. Like, yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really weird. What was the reaction to Townsend? Good, yeah. He got a nice, nice little sort of pile <coughs> of applause, a few cheers, kind of exactly what you expect. He got a bit of stick towards the end. Yeah. Uh, in the part lane um, he, he, when he had a little go at the lines yeah. and a little thing with Danny Rose just a split second uh, but um, had, he, he there was there was a little bit of stick but that was just because of, of the fact that he'd had a pop at a lino but, I presume you've seen the, the nutmeg and Rose's <laughs> oh, subsequent reaction yeah, which is incredible I'm what, not going to go on about Lamella what, but see, I mean, see I've got two schools of thought and one of, one of them is, my, is going to be a bit of a party pooper mentality and the other is that obviously he was he was just like fucking hell that was incredible skill and he held his hand up to say oh my god did you just see that or the other was like if Lamella had fucked that up I would have been fucked and completely exposed we did give the ball away straight after that though, didn't yeah. we yeah, 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 yeah. Lamella had like a half chance so that's what I'm asking what one was it in your opinion I think it was the first I think the first yeah, yeah. I don't think it was the first at all if I know Danny Rose like I do he had like a little smile on his face though, which is a lot it's like you're lucky you didn't fuck right smile I would have buried you <laughs> I thought you were going to say something bad about Lamella then good um, nah you got, that's the kind of shit you want to see innit alright uh, Liverpool um, so I had to do this thing called uh, you decide on, on the Bull Street channel today with Paul from Red Men TV to, say who, to, to argue who would finish ab- uh, above each other in the league this year and it wasn't a difficult thing for me to do because Six of the last seven seasons, Spurs have finished above Liverpool. Um, they've just got beat by Burnley, despite having eighty-one percent, eighty-one percent possession. But they still didn't look 20, <clears throat> twenty-six shots on uh, on goal as well. But it just, five on target. Just goes to show what a load of bollocks possession football is. Mm. And you've got Leicester winning the league with with forty percent <coughs> possession. You've got teams like Italy performing well in the Euros with low low possession rates. You've got Portugal. Sort of bundling their way to to the final. Um, it, the possession football isn't isn't even it's not a symptom of success anymore. No, it's 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 a uh, it's something that you carry with you if if An things are going well. Success, yeah. yeah, but it's something that you carry with you if, if things are going well and you can use it to point out different things. The same with any stat, you know. Eighty-one percent is ridiculous, though. Yeah, but for how much of that came in the last twenty minutes or so? They've conceded. I don't know how it how it how it works out. I don't know. They've conceded five goals from seven shots on target in their two mm. league games. Liverpool, yeah, that's a lot. I mean, they, they, they looked all over the shop at the back. Yeah, you'd worry about their defence if you was Liverpool. They, were, they have issues at the back. <clears throat> Excuse me, I've got a bit of a frog in, frog in my throat. They uh, <laughs> <coughs> the cough and choke. Um, yeah, they, they every time they pl- tried to play out from the back, that he basically gave the ball away. And I think with our pressing, particularly the way Janssen pressed on Saturday. Um, I'm kind of hopeful that, that that could be quite profitable for us. Does anyone else believe Klopp, and this is going to bite me in the arse a little bit, but I don't give a shit. So Klopp is Say a it. bit of a fucking myth. Yeah. Do you not? Mm, no, because what he did with Dortmund over a long period of time was impressive. Redknapp nearly won the league with Spurs. But surely Liverpool is, is the test now. Because if it's he's not, it is, it's, whether he's, he's not a myth yet, but I think if he doesn't do it at Liverpool, then yeah, it's it shows that that he might not be quite he had he, he had he had to sort out that defence and hasn't yeah, so far that's, that's the, their strategy in the transfer market has been weird it's strange mm, really like Mane I think was a good bit of business yeah. again forget about the amount of money he's but Wijnaldum 
I love Brenner. Do they need him? Is, I would have liked him. Better than Harrison. To me, it just seems like they looked up who scored the most goals from midfield you, last year and bought both of them. Do you really believe that? Yes. Really? Mm. Yeah. I, I, I don't I, think he does. I, I take... I'd I take, don't think he does. <laughs> I'd, take, I'd probably take one yard over Harrison. No. Fuck no. off. You would not. I, I know. I, I I know you don't mean that. I can tell. Don't tell me what I mean. <laughs> well, we had a question from uh, Radbolt on <laughs> Reddit. That was who, seamless. Who said, "Would you swap Ericsson for Coutinho?" Yeah. I wouldn't. Mm. Say no. All right, look. But they both play for half a season. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't swap. Them. I wouldn't swap. I wouldn't swap Ericsson for Wijnaldum. I do rate Wijnaldum. I would like to. I'd like to, I'd like to see him. A Spurs to have bought him. I really would have done. Um, I think Coutinho does offer more than Ericsson. He's much more dangerous than Ericsson. He's so inconsistent. Really He's inconsistent, so flaky. He does less work than Ericsson. Yeah. Last year they had roughly the same number of goals and assists. It's, Coutinho is a good player, but the, the hype around him is a bit of a myth. Really. I don't know whether it, I just like um, I think you need you see players develop when you've got someone like Pochettino I mean you, you don't know how players are going to react under under certain managers and people that if a certain player is of a mindset where they're going to adopt something that the, the, their manager tells them then great so really what you need to judge is whether you think that player is, has got that type of attitude where they'll adopt whatever it is they're being told yeah. to do yeah. uh, and I think he probably has got that got that attitude but um, yeah, I, I agree. I think him and Ericsson are yeah, almost two of the same type of player. The last two games last season against uh, Klopp's Liverpool were, were very tight. Very uh, The first 20 minutes, I think, of Klopp's first game at Liverpool, mm-hmm. it was like a... Seeing, like, they were running around like maniacs. They were like, pressing, but pressing like... There was no thought to it. It was just like every ball must be pressed. Um, and it worked well for 20 minutes and then they faded massively because no human being can do that. Uh, and then the game against Anfield, which was a little bit more intelligent from Klopp, was closer, although we had the better of the play and we probably should have won, although the fair, fair result could have been the draw. But, you know, another game we would have, we would have won. An amazing goal for Kane. Mm. I just wonder where, now that Klopp's got the players he wants, Pochettino's obviously got the players he wants, um, how this game's going to go. It's going to be an interesting one. I'm not, I'm confident, but I'm not like walking into it thinking, yeah, we've got three points here, even though it is at home. They generally played better against better teams, though, haven't they? I think yeah. It, 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 the whole time he's been there, you know, they beat Chelsea last season, they beat Man City twice, they beat United in the Europa League, they beat Dortmund in the Europa League, they beat Arsenal the other week. Do you think the best way to play Liverpool then would be to sit and counter, not well, intentionally play? be shit? <laughs> we, well, I don't think we can play like that anyway. We don't have the players, or they're just it's too far removed from our. I think so we can play on the counter. We, to an extent, we could, but I don't think we're set up to do it at the moment. I think. Particularly with Janssen in this form, you can't. I don't think you can drop Janssen at the moment. I mean, he he needs to play. Well, the fact that he's looked so so bright and ready compared to some of our players in the first two games, okay. I think he has to start. I would imagine that Kane would then start as a ten again. Um, well, doesn't Ali come back in now? He's fit. Ali, Ali will probably come back in. I I wouldn't be surprised if he came in for Ericsson after that performance. I'd be tempted to put Ali in for Janssen because I just fancy that Ali might cause those two centre backs a little bit more. That would be weird. So, Ali is a number nine. No, so Kane up. Sorry, mate. I'm sorry. Kane up front, Ali back in, same as last season. One year on for Dembele, I guess maybe. It's 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 going to be tight as as it always is, and James is right. They they tend to play better against against better teams, and um, but then so do we. I think yeah, uh, under Poch we, we raise our game now don't we? whereas before there was a criticism of Spurs that we just struggled we just got brushed aside by the bigger teams yeah and I think uh, I, I really hope we do because I'll tell you what if there's one other team that I hate 
almost as much as the scum it's fucking Liverpool I hate that club with a passion I hate them I hate them I hate I hate I hate, uh, I hate Arsenal and Liverpool and probably Chelsea it's really not far the Liverpool Arsenal thing I me. completely get it yeah they're all just fucking just I they haven't can't. done anything for fucking ages yeah. like what where where do you get this fucking confidence from and they're spunked over by oh, the every yeah. programme and thing going the it drives me fucking nuts Ferrari around them yeah fucking every pundit is a Liverpool fan yeah it's, I hate him and they bought oh, and I, they, they've destroyed Klopp for me I used to like Klopp now he's a fucking well I, I want to penis. like him I want to like him and part of me does but but I can't I can't allow myself to like him no, because I, of it yeah. I like him less oh yeah absolutely now, not forget Liverpool I used to think oh great coach great forward thinking you just he's just a fucking dick Mm, I don't know where I'm at that point yet. Well, but. Walking in, like like walking in with a fucking Beatles shirt on, like do me a Did fucking favour. Yeah, at a press conference a little while ago. If Potts had come in wearing like a Chaz and Day t-shirt, you would have fucking loved. I wouldn't have. <laughs> I don't think I would have. I don't know. That was so <laughs> that would be good. Like, it's not that. It's it's just you know the cynic in me and the cynic in most people is generally closest to the truth, in my opinion. It just knows what. Go in and do this. If you're willing to do this, go and do it. And I'm like fucking just. Fuck off! What I like about Potts is he doesn't want to be in that situation where he's talking, whereas Klopp yeah. sort of loves it. And um, Klopp's just... the least bit, the least bad bit about Liverpool for me so far. That may change. The the, the bit for me is is just the the attitude that surrounds that club. Supporters, the city. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Just it's just as if it's as if it's football heaven, even though they've done. It's just they had a, a good decade. It's just a misconception that they have of their club. It's just like Liverpool's a club like any fucking other, all right? And the, the things you feel isn't special. That's that's felt by fans all over the exactly. globe. But you believe it's special. It doesn't matter what anyone says. Still not true. For them. Hmm. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Chris, do you want to add anything to it? I don't yeah. know. No. I don't know. I think the Hillsborough thing sort of. Did uh, change things don't... slightly, um, but it's probably not worth going. How are we supposed to come back <laughs> to that? Fucking hell! Fucking hell, of course! I that... do, I do. I really feel like they, they do have something special going on at their club because it really did unite the whole fan base, the city. I um, can't believe I you're like, doing this I like to people, me. to be honest. I've got no beef with them. Got, really got no For the record, I wasn't suggesting that they felt they had some sort of uh, unity that, that. No, absolutely not. What? What have you just no, done? You, no, you, no, no, no. Just from what you're saying about the them feeling like they've He's got still going. More what are you doing? I think they like in many ways they might have something slightly more special what? because there's so many links now between. I don't know. Is that half time? No, I. No, you know what? You've educated me. It and transcends agree. football. Yeah, you're right. It does. <laughs> it does. We were just having a bit of fun. All right. Go back, go back to your fun. I can't talk now. About, about <laughs> can't now look like a right arsehole. <laughs> you dropped his glasses. That was funny. Uh, James Milner, left back. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jordan Henderson, defensive midfielder. <clears throat> Seriously, on that point though, James Milner at left back. If Carl Walker is getting forward and going at someone like James Milner, who is not—I mean, they obviously now see him as the best left back option that they've got. Obviously, Moreno had an that, absolute. That is a red show. card waiting to happen for Milner, isn't it? Yeah, Walker on him. Exactly. They're they're playing. As we record this story podcast, they're playing Burton in the League Cup and they're playing pretty much a full-strength team. What, when are we playing them? Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Saturday, early on Saturday. Nice. So, I mean, you know, you'd assume they're going to win that game quickly, but eight of those players are going to have to play the full 90 yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. There's, the bad news is that Chan is back tonight. I think Chan is yeah, kind of an, one of the most important players in that Liverpool team because they haven't got anyone else. 
other than Lucas, who's really gone down a few notches in the last couple of seasons. They haven't got anyone who can play that defensive midfield role. And Chan's an excellent, excellent solid midfielder. Um, and, and he then releases Henderson to do what he's good at, which is get up and down the pitch. OK, any predictions? What do you want? I think uh, I think it'll be tight. I, I've, my heart says that we'll probably we'll nick it, but my head probably says one all. Fair. 2-2 uh, two, two, actually, I reckon it'll be goals. And 2-1, I suppose. I'm going 1-0. Harry Kane to rob uh, Clavin and smash it in the top corner. Fucking love that. Absolutely love that. Um, and quickly, man of the matches for Palace. Carl Walker. I, I can't see past him. Yeah, I'd say Carl Walker too. Uh, I would say Danny Rose, but yeah. Yeah, Rose is second for me. All right, uh, that's it the first half. And we're about to go on Facebook Live once again. Uh, people was asking... On, 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 on Twitter good so, and, and Wendy you sent in your stuff again yep it's there good. ready done yep oh fuck actually quickly let's talk about Carlos Edwards Marcus fucking <laughs> <done. laughs> <laughs> can't stop myself Marcus Edwards actually yeah. do you know what we'll do it we'll do it on Facebook Live yeah Wendy about to drop the fucking knowledge blood I see you I've got your back Hi, Windy here, back with the weekly youth update, bringing you youthy goodness in the half-time interval. Ad-lib that. Bit weird. Um, starting off the lone players, Philippe Lesniak didn't make the squad for Slovan Liberec on Thursday or Sunday, but Fazio was an 80th-minute sub for Roma in their 4-0 win on Saturday, having come off the bench in the 77th minute in the Champions League on Wednesday. Moving on to the youth teams, the under-18s lost 1-0 to West Ham on Saturday, Goalkeeper Brandon Austin also saved a penalty. I'm told that Timothy, Joel or TJ Ayoma had another excellent match at right back. The under-23s, not the under-21s as I keep calling them, beat Reading 4-1 away on Monday afternoon. Marcus Edwards scored twice, both long-range efforts. Will Miller scored once and Shane Harrison got the other. Hugo Ekiog said after the match, We want the boys to enjoy that winning feeling because we've not had too many of these results, especially away from home. We're disappointed with the lack of a clean sheet though. I thought we switched off a little bit and stopped doing the things that got us into a comfortable lead, but we still missed four or five guilt-edged chances. So a convincing win for the youngsters, which was impressive because once again it was a slightly unusual team. We had Charlie Owens, who's a central midfielder who played the under-18s last year. He was playing at centre-back in the absence of Carter Vickers, who of course was with the first-team squad at the weekend, and Christian Magoma, who I've heard might be moving out on uh, a loan deal, so look out for that one in the week. That's it for this week. If you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter, at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. Thank you very much, Windy, for your youth update. We're live on Facebook once again. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. I don't know why you're doing it, but it's nice, nice that you are. Um, can we just bunch a little bit again? Like you keep like it's like what? Well, it's you, just not. It's just weird. It like. is weird, but the, the, the Facebook only give us a little bit of space. Right. You move the camera a bit further back. Yeah, no one can hear us. No. it's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a nightmare. Yeah, it is. Uh, the, the Fighting Cock is sponsored by Calm 12 Men A Day Commit, su- commit, commit I'll start that again 12 Men A Day Commit Suicide it's thought that it's because we don't talk about our problems if you're feeling sad or low talk to someone it doesn't have to be someone you know Calm have an helpline open from 5pm until midnight 0808 802 5858 actually do that because if you are feeling sad there's a lot of reports in the um, in the media about not just young men, but young women, one in three suffering depression and uh, 
and anxiety and it's, it's uh, fucks you up man so just give someone a call and it might be able to help you out absolutely alright um, so we've had this someone tweeted us with an image of can, does anyone know this story better than me uh, only from what I've seen the same as you alright let read that out. actually I'll do it do you want to do it yeah I'll do it, I'll right. do it. Don't so we had it up. a message from Kirsty saying hi thanks for your response I used to work in the elbow room and they have recently had a refurb and removed all the memorial plaques a friend from Aberdeen has kept this one in the hope that we could return it to his family Greg's father occasionally came to White Hart Lane with him I think and his brother and father both visited after he died Greg hardly missed a game and we wouldn't like his plaque to just be forgotten about no, it's a long shot, but would but wondered if someone would recognise him and maybe know his family. I don't know their names, etc., or even if they still live in Aberdeen. Any help would be much appreciated. I've contacted some Spurs supporters clubs in Scotland and uh, on Facebook, uh, and will continue looking. Regards, Kirsty. Yeah. So let us know if you if you know about this plaque or know about the person who was, you know, Greg. If you know Greg, or if you you know where, where he lives, um, or his family where they're from or you have any contact with them it'd be a quality thing to be able to return it and we, we got a tweet um, would have been on Friday mm-hmm. saying you know do, do you, any of you guys know and we said oh well we'll ask on the well, pod in the hope that you can return it to to the family because I think if it was my dad or brother I'd want to know and I'd want that so if anyone knows then let us know tweet, um, tweet us at love the shirt or email us uh, editor at thefightingcock.co.uk and we'll make sure that all the information gets passed to Kirsty. And to Kirsty, keep fighting the good fight. It's a really nice thing you're doing. All right, so we've got quick fire questions. Um, first one's from Chris Chapman. He's also joining us on Facebook, I think, which is a bit weird. It's two mentions, isn't it? Yeah, you, can you stop? Can you come closer again? Please? Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like if you're out shot, there's no fucking point you being here. All right. Don't want this fucking. Oh, don't worry about the podcast. This ambient then. noise coming from the other side. Uh, <laughs> on a scale of one to Deli Ali, how much uh, fun was Lamella's nutmeg on Townsend on Saturday? I mean, we did talk about it a little bit. It was great fun. I mean, it's a bit of a shame that he lost it, which kind of sums him up a little bit. But anything by that man, I'll I'll, I'll cheer wildly. I said it did. before, and I say it, uh, I've said it again. I will say it again. Uh, I want to see players do play things that I can't do with enough training. That's magic. Yeah. And he's just the, just the subtleness and nonchalantery. Is that a word? Yeah. That he, of which he, I'll take it. Mm. I'll make shit up. It's fine. Don't rub your head. Sorry. Sorry. The, uh, just the way he just tapped it through his legs. It, was all, it wasn't even like a... It wasn't even a direct or a kind of intentional, overly intentional piece of skill. It wasn't like a dummy. It was just a little just tap. Just rolled his foot over the ball. Knew exactly what he was doing. And Townsend knew that he knew exactly what he was doing as well. He didn't even look back to it. He just kind yeah, of... Yeah, he just knew. I reckon he's done that to him in training hundreds of times. If it was me, I'd have run straight down the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or turn around... Just, ah! <laughs> or turn around and just double-footed him from yeah. behind. It's the only way to save any kind of dignity. Um, anything else to add? No, that's glorious. Okay, Patrick Gavin on Facebook also says, would you have travelled two years... Traded. At, <clears throat> would you have traded two years at Wembley to keep White Hart Lane whole for its last season? That's a really good question. I don't understand really. that question. Surely, yes, you would. I mean, is anyone that... Yeah, is that saying, is that saying would you rather just be at White Hart well, Lane? Well, I think what they're saying is that you we only have to spend a, a year away, but would you spend two years away to have a complete White Hart Lane? Oh, I see. Okay. Um... Uh, yeah, I think I probably would actually. Yeah, I would as well. Yeah, it's such a shame that it's not yeah. whole. 
It really is. It means fewer people get to see the games apart from anything else. That's that's important as well. But I'm just thinking about that last game at White Hart Lane. I've got ideas of what I think would make a good ending, a fitting ending to. You know, we we taught us on the preseason special about what would be a fitting send off, and I would like the this. West Ham one. Exactly what they had. Yeah. <laughs> I would like I'd like Spurs to not fucking wheel out untold stars yeah. or ex, ex-pros they can do that that should should happen that's a good thing but for us to have, the fans to have a moment a, a time alone away from staff away from uh, you know what what football's what, become what football's become and just five minutes of the, the fans alone in the stadium ideally with the lights off <laughs> like that would add to the romanticism Could yeah. you imagine, can you imagine when the Spurs be- bellowing yeah. out a white lane with the know, lights yeah. off but if the lights have to be on, oh no, fuck it. Lights on, five minutes for Spurs fans just singing whatever they want to sing. Yeah. And at the end of Oh When the Spurs, the lights go off. Yeah. And then they come back on and then you can wheel out whoever you want. Yeah. That would do something that most other clubs wouldn't do. They've got the opportunity to do, to do some wonderful things. I think what's the, the shame about the whole, the biggest shame about, about the, the stadium now being in the way that it is, is that there's a couple of things you know things like the Brizzy Dortmund game that's the last European game at, at White Hart Lane which did we know that at the time no do we know the last... if, if we get knocked out of the t- if we finish third in the group and we go into the Europa League are the games still going to be at Wembley or are they going to be at White Hart Lane that's a great question I don't know <clears throat> I'd imagine it'd be at White Hart Lane yeah it's got to happen then right yeah but like I said it's things like that but <laughs> also yeah, yeah. <laughs> would you take that I think I oh I, you know I think I no, because it wouldn't still wouldn't be the same white lane because because the, the gap's there now. But and it and it's the thing like like at the end of last season, the last game. What was the last home game last year? Uh, Southampton. Yeah, you know, did we know that that was gonna? You know, people were walking out of that stadium for the last time in in the way that they've known it for the last however yeah, many they years. Announced it like two days before. That and game, it's 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 just it's just sad, and it does as much as I that that the gap on Saturday didn't didn't fill my mind after the initial. Of, oh, that's different. Walking away from it, I felt, you know what? That's really sad. This is it's horrible. It is horrible. Fair enough. Got- but I wouldn't do two years at Wembley, personally. I mean, I think after a year at Wembley, we're just going to be gagging to get back to the new White Hot Lane and really excited about it as well, I hope. Yeah, I hope so as well. Come here. <laughs> Come here. Love you, Wendy. <laughs> right, um... Yeah, someone sent me a question. Radawaz, who actually, he, uh, he helps us out loads with uh, information from uh, our next tie. Uh, he sent loads of information against Liverpool. Yep, that we didn't pay any attention to, so sorry about that. But we're going to ask you a question, even though we've answered it already. Uh, would you swap Ericsson for Coutinho? I would in a heartbeat. Very quickly, round the table, yes, Al, or no? No. No, similar players, both inconsistent. Yes, I would say. No. Okay, so that's three to one. What do I know? And uh, Lily White Duke says, "Should we revel in Willich's sorrow right now, or wait until the transfer window closes?" Wait, because uh, we we know we know what happens. You know, after always always take a little bit of joy when when they're self combusting and arguing amongst themselves. Absolutely, but you know, there's just it's too many times to be able to. Of where transfer windows, where something's going on, we're not buying him, we're not buying him, and then last day of the season, somewhere fifty million gets spent on someone that basically saves their season. Uh, so I think last season showed you've got to kind of make the most of it while you can because you just don't know what's going to happen. So you might as well rub it in a little bit. 
They never win. Any, look, the only thing they win is they might they might finish above us. They might have a bit more money. They might, but they're still Arsenal and we're still Tottenham. That's that's what you just that's what I'm saying. Cling enjoy to it when it, when it happens. Mm, yeah. like rub it down their grotty little throats. Yeah, it's amazing. It is. It's amazing that they hate themselves despite having compared to most other football clubs a very good football club to belong to. You know, they play good football. They're, they're exciting. They do spend money. They can attract players. All this stuff, but yet. They still hate themselves. Yeah, and that's what they—they they think that they hate their team. They think that they hate what's happening at, at Arsenal. They think that they hate Wenger for not spending money. They hate themselves, and they just haven't realised it yet. And there's going to be a huge mental breakdown mm. amongst their support. I look forward to that. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's—it's. It's, uh, what it, I like, I, I pity that actually. Yes. I pity that yeah. in them. Um, but to say, do you wait? Never wait. Take every opportunity to. No, I just mean on. On a grander scale of things, where you know, like I said, like, and last I don't want to go on about last, yeah. last season was yeah. you were the worst at the time. Though. You oh, were like, if this happens, like, yeah, I don't I, know what I'm going to do. I remember you saying the last time, the last time I was on the pod, you said if we fuck it up now, yeah, you, it, that would be the end of football for you. And that was I came on that week and said we'd be the best team in the league, and then we didn't win another game. <laughs> <laughs> did I say that? You did. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, you know, living the moment is fine. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. You Basically, don't... if you're waiting, you would have been waiting for 20 years now. So, yeah. might as well get on with it. Uh, imagine the time when we did. Cause it, 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 we will finish above. Yeah, of course, yeah. it will happen. And that last season, all, all it does is it will it will add to the groundswell of, of, yeah. of emotion of when we do finish above them. And you know what I mean? What are we three points above them now? Uh, I can't remember. Three points. Yeah. Three points. Well, I would say. What I like though is mind other teams. Mind the gap. Mind the gap. But the gap is growing. <laughs> we what? beat Liverpool. Who have they got on the weekend? Southampton. Tricky. Tricky. Tricky for them. What I like is other teams singing when is this the Emirates when they go to other grounds and it's uh, and it's not particularly yeah. loud. That is like the accepted. Bournemouth fans at West Ham on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what I was. I was listening to some radio show the other day, completely non-football related, and someone used um, used Arsenal as a as a as a yardstick of how middle class you were. That's got hurt. Hmm. I mean, it was this was this was like a politics show I uh, think as a middle class man <laughs> that, uh, we're all middle class I'm not I'm, my dad's a plumber I could do I could fucking I could earn my money through tax and the taxation of the poor and still be more working class than you Wendy but we are I love you Wendy come on, come on, come on. that's too hard you've had now Wendy long term yeah. what's that it's alright <laughs> What's uh, next? Wendy, do you want Sam to stay, stay at Spurs? Yeah, I do. I'm putting yeah, you over no, for a I, reason. I do want to stay. Come and just stand, 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 like stand it. Stand it. Stand it. That's it. Let's record the pod like this. That's good. Right, do you want, <laughs> do you want Son to uh, do you want Son to stay at Spurs? Yes. Yes, I do. Well, none of us have mentioned him. No. it's. I mean, we've kind of forgotten about him in a way because he's been away for so long. But, um, it's getting uncomfortable. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I think he. People were saying on Saturday post match, what we need in the squad is a bit of pace. We need some pace on the pitch, pace on the bench, and Son gives us that. He's got that kind of directness where he's not super. He's not like Sterling fast, but his first thought is forwards. Yeah, he wants to beat a man and go towards the goal. There's been stuff today in there about him and um, <coughs> negotiations with Wolfsburg. I think. Um, Someone for twenty two million, would you take it right now? No, I don't think I would actually no, because no what, what are you going to go out and get for 22 million quid? It's not like we have money, money, is it? Yeah. 
It would be really short if we lose him and Chadley, and it kind of seems like, given Chadley's not played at all and not been on the bench, he's going to presumably... Chadley can go, yeah. If you, sell, if you lose both of them, yeah, absolutely, we'll no, have very agree. few options, even if we do sign the mythical Encodu. Yeah. All right, so we're saying, yes, we do want Sun to stay. I think so, yeah. Champions League draws on the 25th. Um, who would you like in that draw? How far do we go? Do you remember your responses to our draw in 2010? No, I don't remember that. Uh, I do. do we think we can uh, recreate the home atmosphere at Wembley? All right, let's start from the top. Um, who would you like to draw? Give us the uh, coefficient and where we are and what pots. Who can we draw? What's the worst case uh, scenario, Wendy? I'm so, I'm so, I'm, I'm not prepared for this uh, draw tomorrow I'd, at all. The worst I've got we so could, much reading to do. To the, worst, the worst we could get would be, I'd say, Real Madrid. I'd say, I'd say Barca. Um, uh, Atletico, Barca, yeah, <laughs> Barca, Atletico or Dortmund, and then PSV or um, Sporting, Sporting, yeah, you're, you're maybe even Besiktas because it's yeah. never a nice place to go. Is it? You're saying worst in terms of the hardest to progress. Yeah, I mean that's the group I want. Yeah. I, I want the I want the toughest the gl- group. The yeah, I want I want it all. I'm yeah. just thinking about where 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 we can go for the good away trip. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. true. So well, Madrid. I reckon, I reckon Benfica. This would be my choice. All right, listen, this is based on everything. Okay, so Benfica. Atletico and then probably PSV has got to PSV, be in yeah. yeah that would be a quality draw Benfica, I've done Benfica and it's brilliant so I think we'd have a chance and there'd be good trips there as well yeah do you know what that's, that's a good shout that is a good shout yeah I'd like I'd like to... fuck going to Italy I want Madrid or Barcelona yeah me too really want Madrid or Barcelona yeah. just the glamour tie you got to play them home and away yeah Fuck it, yeah, Barcelona. Look <laughs> at you doing take, the maths. You're calculating what we can afford. Yeah, Madrid, <laughs> Madrid for Bale and Modric as well. For Barcelona for the party, mate. And the fucking game. For Bale and Modric? Fuck them it too hard. No, but, but imagine beating them with Bale and Modric inside of you. Yeah. Or, or we get a fucking hide-in. Uh, yeah, or when they, when they both score two each. That that would be bad. But, uh, can yeah. We, can we agree from pot one then Barcelona? Yes. Go on then. Yeah, because okay. we have played by Benfica recently in Barcelona. Yeah. Spurs at New Camp. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can't pass that up. All right, Spurs at New Camp. And, and then we played Atletico. Um, sorry, Dortmund. Don't, don't really fancy that again. Sevilla. Mm. Good trip, actually. Fuck going to Napoli. Yeah, if you play in Barcelona, you can't play another Spanish team. So we could we oh, could yeah, play Barcelona true. and Atletico. Mm. So right. we don't. Yeah, so it'd be. And we can't play Arsenal and Man City. So yeah, we're so talking about Dortmund. All right, well, Porto, well, I'll Napoli. take Leverkusen for the for the for the years. Okay. Yeah. Right. Fuck going to Napoli. Barcelona, so we're saying Barcelona Leverkusen although I played I went to Spurs Leverkusen and Leverkusen's a fucking horrible shit old did we have when was that did we have we like two did we have Berbatov then yeah he's got he go back yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but we could stay in Cologne so that would be a good 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 old fucking piss up that yeah way. done that so that we go good. so can we agree Leverkusen yeah okay. alright Barcelona Leverkusen and PSV it's got to be in it's got to be it's got to be so close to that and <laughs> yeah. um, plus it's a, it's, they're, they're, they're a great club it's, it's got the name around it. Other than, I mean, who else could be? You've got PSV, Sporting, Sporting Victoria Pels, and Celtic. You got to go can, we, can we get Celtic? Yeah. 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 Um, or Celtic? Yeah. Um, what would you say about Celtic? I fucking love mushrooms, so I'm going to say PSV. <laughs> what would you think if we got Celtic, though? Is that something uh, you'd be excited about? Yeah, because they're fucking shit. We'd smash them to bits. Okay. But it's nice. So when's the draws on thir- t- tomorrow or Thursday? So what? So for the record, what did we get? <clears throat> uh, we got Barcelona, Leverkusen, PSV. We're saying PSV, yeah. I, I think so. That's not yeah. bad. I'll take that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll take that right yeah. now. 
Um, how far do you think we can go? Oh, we talked about it a little bit. I, I think outside of the groups, anything like more than that um, would be a bonus. It's difficult to say without without seeing it, but I um, uh, I think our type of football is, is is suited to to European football and probably a higher standard of European football. The Europa League in the last however many years it's been in now, I can't remember too many performances where I've gone at the back of it and gone, you know, we were fucking brilliant tonight. Just doesn't seem to happen Jordan's in the Europa League. Yeah, maybe, but it doesn't. It, we seem so to get never stifled. Put out our first team, that's why. But we seem to, regardless of it, we just seem to get stifled. We just don't seem to. No matter what we're doing in the league, that that corresponding season, what we do in the Europa League, regardless of whether we've got the majority of the same players playing or not, just seems to change. And I think we'll it will lend ourselves better to Champions League football. Have, have we signed enough quality players in order to compete properly in the Champions League? And not probably not yet. Need another two, uh, I'd say. Definitely not two or three. I think. <clears throat> I'd, I'd have That's another. Happen, I'd maybe. have another attacking midfielder. Um, I'd probably another two attacking midfielders. Imagine, imagine this time next week we'd sign Draxler and. Fucking, I don't Yarmolenko? know. Yes. Him. That'd be amazing. Yarmolenko, Yarmolenko would, be, would, so would be shit. If, you yeah. sign, if we signed Draxler and Yarmolenko, just, just in, in a dream. In a dream world. All right. Have your little don't dream. Shit him. Have your little dream. Go on. I'm not massively convinced about Draxler. Okay, look, imagine if we had. All right. Or, or, or players of equivalent quality. Right. What's your back okay. um, I'm imagining, is that, yeah. Is that it? What what did you just say you're my feelings. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, players. You think he's all nice and on Twitter and everything. He's got his nice persona. He's a fucking. It's Fredo. Nasty from piece of work. Godfather Two. Fredo. I know it was you, Wendy. Um, Kiss him. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Would you Would you think actually maybe we've got a shout at the league and going maybe semi-finals in the Champions League? Perhaps I, I don't know I don't know I'm not I'm not a massive the names isn't genuinely the names isn't a massive deal to me now if if although it's throws the whole Mitchell thing resigning has thrown this up in the air slightly for me but whoever comes in I have that confidence and go do you know what that's that's who they want and this this is what they want to do with it and I'm, I'm quite willing to just go purely on trust I think there's another quite another significant factor as well which is how we take to the Wembley pitch because it is so different the size is so yeah, different yeah. to what yeah. Yeah. Like, it's really small it's isn't it it's the thinnest yeah. pitch does, does that suit Pochettino's system or not well they, they did say in his first year didn't they about the pitch being too small there was kind of a few comments about that from him and the coaching team yeah. implying that they wanted a larger pitch but actually I don't think it will help us it's more ground to cover when we're pressing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's so many variables though, because the fact that these you saw how how excited they all seemed to be when they were just training at yeah, Wembley. You know, what are you going to do? Walk out and go fucking? No, but what I mean is you can tell this. you can the fact that they'll be playing in a stadium like Wembley is going to add part to the occasion. The, the, the adrenaline will be ever so slightly higher than normal. You know, it's there's so many people will either take to it and embrace it, or they might get more nervous because of it. I don't know. There's how so do you many think variables. the atmosphere will be at Wembley? I genuinely have no idea. I can't. I've, I've gone back and forth on it, and I, I, I don't know yet. I can't decide. The, the only thing with Wembley is you do end up with songs starting in different sections at the same time, so yeah. different songs. And that's hard enough when there's just one in. Exactly. Yeah. But I think that many Spurs fans in one place can't be a bad thing. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm genuinely really excited. Really excited. Oh, man. And the pricing is I'm so yeah, impressed with the pricing I think it's it just such a good thing The club have done there yeah. uh, are, we, are we close to knowing If we sold out The first game Or, or the second or I think first? the first game the, the first set of games Is virtually sold out Isn't it I just don't think it's I far think I don't think it's far off Yeah, yeah. That would be something oh, yeah. Incredible like, we get, like, I'm not, it just, 
to sell out Wembley for yeah. 90,000 people watching us play Victoria Pilsen or yeah. Applewell Nicosia <laughs> what, did, what did the scum do when they went there then for the Champions did they they half they the given, they were giving away like tickets for a quick to kids and stuff like that. Uh, no, you're West Ham yeah, probably but they had a really crap record when they played there yeah, yeah fuck them fuck them and eat them um, <laughs> let's, someone else did a question so I've been reading shit out alright uh what will Poch be aiming for as a realistic goal this season? Winning a trophy, top four, decent run in the Champions League, or all of the all. above? Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, of the above. Probably. After last season and the season before, I think he's going for the league, and he's, he thinks we, we can do it. Do you think? I I think personally is that maybe maybe League Cup aside, I think um, and Europa League last year, but now it's Champions League. I, I think the way that he coaches and the way that he needs to keep momentum and team spirit and that togetherness. I don't think you can take days off no. too much. And I think that, I know we didn't really collapse in inverted commas until like those last four games, but I think that's what did it a little bit. Actually. And, and after the cup final in that year as well, it's just where it just seems, because there's days off being taken or, or if it's you know boxing energy, you take a round off and it's hard to get back that momentum again. I think, I think it's just something that we can, we're in a position now, like I say, League Cup aside, that we can really push and just go flat out. And then you think the League Cup, maybe they'll rotate, play a few youngsters. Yeah, and I, th- I think that's something that he definitely wants to do. He said Carlos today, isn't he? Carlos Edwards. Carlos Edwards, yeah, let's get Carlos in there, yeah, that'd be exciting. Oh, I made a mistake. <laughs> but uh, no, I think um, I think he'll be aiming for everything this year, uh, like I say, League Cup aside. What do you think? Yeah, I think exactly. I think the same as you. I think he'll he'll use them as a springboard for the other competitions. So the, even the League Cup, I think it'll, it'll we'll probably will see Marcus Edwards, but it'll be in a fairly strong side. I would have thought draws tomorrow. I think for first, oh, for our first game in the League Blimey Cup. Yeah. Does, yeah. It always seems to come around really quick for the yeah. League Cup. If we get a shit team, we might be to have to do eighteen eighty two. We would, or we'd sell out regardless. Uh, no, yeah, I think. It's yeah, oh yeah, it will be one of yeah, shit. That fucked again. Okay. <laughs> Fucking hell, I got excited then. James Fucking really hell. We had a really good goal as the worst. We had that <laughs> on Twitter a few times. <laughs> we had a, a really good question from Lloyd E. Coys uh, on Twitter. He says, uh, if Twitter had been around since 1882, which event one. in the Spurs history would have created the biggest meltdown? If we don't do this justice, we'll do it again. Right. In Spurs history. 1974, UEFA Cup final. Scrapping in the stands basically led to Bill Nicholson quitting the club. Yeah. Can you imagine if that had happened? If something is, like that happened mm, now. This is Tottenham Because favorite. some of our fans being dickheads, I mean, I, you know, that's what I feel about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Imagine like the kind of risk there'd be. Yeah. There'd, be, there'd definitely be people trying yeah, to justify it. Yeah, that's yeah, a good one. Other people losing their shit. Well, yeah, Bill Nick resigned because of this. Mm. It wasn't just because of that. I think there are other things in the game we didn't like, like the money yeah, and yeah, whatever yeah. else. But was, that was certainly a big part of it. It was immediately after that game. Oh, that's a great. That's a great answer. It is a fun. It's a brilliant question because there's so it, much. It's a wicked. You think about meltdowns question. on Twitter and whether it's the f- stupid shit meltdowns where it's over something that really isn't that important. Where I've you can say something like, "Go on." Um, uh, <laughs> being free and love against Man City. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> yes. Man U. No, the Man City in the oh, cup. God, the yeah. Jonathan Macken oh, day, yeah, uh, so or the five-three. Yeah. So we were free and up at half time. Uh, oh, Barton yeah. manages to get, get sent off at half time and yeah. Anelka was injured as well Anelka went off injured in the first half well you were taking too long you're staring you're on a fucking point get on with it sorry yeah, it was just having a bit of a joke you're having a bit of domestic so I've just like 3-0 half time Barton gets sent off is that, enough, is that concise enough for you Barton gets yes. sent off at half time who gets sent off at half time hmm. 
They come back with 10 men, beat us 4-3 at home. The meltdown then would have been fucking horrendous. Oh, I'll never forget that night. I was working at, uh, for Dave Whelan's JJB Sports, uh, and I left at 3-0 up, got home, turned the telly on, and there were Spurs fans crying in the stand. And I was like, what the fuck has happened? And I heard like a bomb or something, something horrific. So it worse. Yeah. Worse than a bomb. And John then you Massey. just see Kevin Keegan's smiley little face. Yeah, yeah, that would be horrendous. There's, there's an alternative <clears throat> angle of that Mac and goal where you can see me in the crowd, like really slowly, kind of head in hand. <laughs> <laughs> Order five three, the United five three. That was, yeah, that was pretty bad. Nah, the answer is Sol Campbell. <laughs> can you imagine the memes from the Arsenal fans? But Imagine. we'd have all been in the same boat, do you see what I mean, with those types of Twitter, where everyone is yeah, livid. Sure. With the four threes and losing games and stuff, there's like a, people that go, oh, sure, even no, some, even then, I probably would have gone. Twitter, Twitter. But I'm not sure the Sol Campbell transfer would have happened if Twitter had existed. You reckon? For his brand, you thinking? Yeah, yeah, they, they just wouldn't have, they wouldn't have done it, they would have seen the damage that it caused. There's no way that Sol Campbell signed for Arsenal knowing... That Spurs fans would never let it go. Wasn't there a thing that he did up with security at his house like three or four months mm. before the end of that season? Yeah. So he kind of knew before. Oh, oh really? He, I, he, he kept... I don't think he knew the extent of what. Well, no, but yeah. I think he knew that he was going to go, which was kind of. And yet he kept spinning the, the line, didn't yeah. he, that he was going to sign? Well, he no, that's a very In an interview with 442 magazine, he has denied that he ever gave that that interview where he really? said that he wouldn't go there. Well, I, I think it's on Sky. I, I thought, thought he said it numerous times. I've seen it No, he said he wouldn't leave. I don't think Arsenal was ever. Well, he's a Tory and you cannot trust a Tory. There you go. Oh, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. No? I don't disagree with many fucking degree. That's, that's my opinion and not the opinion of 442 magazine or Haymarket Publishing. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact you have to say that at least oh, twice yeah. every time you come on here. <laughs> um, no, you're right. I, yeah. I think that one would have been. And it's interesting if I said, would that have happened if Twitter, it's like social media is the way it is now? It's, yeah, it's sure a great point. Done. I don't know, yeah. That's an interesting point, that. Thanks. Made. No, well done, Flav. Still do that every now and then. Yeah. Come up with some magic. Nailed it. Yeah, he's not talking about Carlos. The other one that um, came to my mind was the yole sacking. Uh, oh, yeah. That, yeah that to be honest, that brought shame upon our club. Oh, I was livid. It really did bring shame upon our club. Shame! The thing shame. that annoys me about that is that he didn't actually get sacked during the game. It just got leaked that he exactly. was going to yeah. get sacked yeah. during the game. It's spread as well. Do you know what? Right? I, uh, so what year was that? It was 2007? So 2007, yeah. Yeah, so that was I was about yeah no nineteen twenty right. I was so I cancelled. I asked. I emailed the club or wrote to the club, and they cancelled my membership. They gave me my money back uh, on a membership, but then we got to the cup final, and I couldn't get a ticket. To the cup <laughs> That's that is Spursy. Yeah, honestly, okay, and I and I said that's when we when we went the cup final against Chelsea. My first cup final was Spurs because I didn't get to go to that. So one. you were you were so angry. I, I I've probably still got the it was an email and I've probably still got it somewhere. And I think I even used the phrase "You've made a right pig's ear out of it." <laughs> uh, and, so you were so uh, and they gave me my money back. Um, but yeah, I, then I couldn't get a ticket to cut for because I wasn't living in I was back in the sticks and I didn't have any other Spurs mates who could kind of like apply and stuff for me. It was. Uh, Can people carry loaded shotguns around Gloucester if they want to? Uh, on private farm land, yes. They say we don't have a gun problem. <laughs> Where'd that come from? I just farmers wind me up. <laughs> um, another question. Only one PK. Oh, the, the, is this, one, is this question included because you was involved? 
What's the question? Because you're good mates with Paul, and he's a lovely man, but I'm just asking, does nepotism... No, no, no. This was T who set up the running All right, fair enough. I'll just apologise. Do we expect Dembele plus Ali to return their uh, place, retain their places in the first 11? If so, at whose expense? Dembele 100% will start. He's our most important player, in my opinion. How will he come back in, though? So he would have been out for... Let's get it right, because we got told off for getting the band. Yeah, so how many of this season, though? It's four. Four. First four. Yeah, okay. So, will he will he come straight back in? Yes, do you think if Wanyama still play? Do you think? Yeah. Is the game going to be of again? Course. So we've got Stoke after Liverpool. Who is it after that? Yeah, it depends, doesn't it? Because if you can afford to not have two, someone can look it up and you can go around. And yeah, we'll go and have you. You got jobs to do. <laughs> well, you can go around and have a look. All right, someone, but we don't need to. Someone two... type that in. Who we got after Stoke? Yeah, it might be the league cup. Because then you don't. Know, it could be Stoke anyway. If it, so if he's not back for Stoke, no, because he's got two more games. Okay, right? so. Um, what are you doing? I thought I was pulling that open. No, right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Someone's just asked on Facebook, Facebook Live, who's behind the curtain? <laughs> um, and it's I think... right, isn't it? Yeah. In this book, have you ever mentioned this before? Can I say this? Pay- oh, no, right, okay. <laughs> no, yeah, okay. Um, I think it depends... Yeah, you're right. It depends on who it is. If We, we don't need Diane and Wanyama in there. Um, then he can come straight back in. But I've got a feeling he might be eased back in. You know, half hour there. You know, half there. Let's see how it goes. I mean, Wanyama does look good. He looks, no, I really he looks like really, it. really, really good at the moment. You can so, see there'll definitely be games where you want you want yes. him in there, but then yeah. there'll be other games where you want Dembele. But what I'm thinking is, Dembele. is there an argument that at the moment it might be Dembele and Wanyama in midfield, and Dyer might maybe really why? Well, n- not that I mean, Eric Dyer is a fantastic player, and I think he's going to get better. Great lad, top lad, as honest as a day is long. Oh yeah, yeah, proper football man, good boy, that good football man. Um, never, never fucking. But. Dyer's undroppable to me. Is he? But yeah. Tory, I don't know. I mean, what you... So you just went on fly. Fuck's sake! You know when horrible men die. <laughs> when horrible men die, the family go. He was a good lad at art. That's Eric Dyer. Good lad at art. Wouldn't fuck. Would not love this man. Wouldn't on fly. Yeah. That's why he's undroppable for me. Yeah. Because I like. I love. He's nasty. Good boy. Good boy. What you said that was almost sexual. It is. Oh. It, I love his hair. His new hair. I like his hair. Uh, yeah. Not, not missing, my missus wasn't a fan. She oh. said it looks a bit like boy bandy, but I think that's why I liked it. It detracts from his persona. I prefer him being kind of. What do you want, a skinhead? Yeah. 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 Mean. Rough. Rough. Are we no, he's undroppable. Is there a for question? Me? Who, are we who are we playing after Stoke? That's why you remember. Yeah, no, no yeah. one answered. Who are we playing after Stoke? Answer the question. Well, like I said, so let's. This is really shit for the pod, by the way. And then Ali is the other one. So. Alright, so Ali's the way, then Middlesbrough at home. Yeah, well, they're probably the games you can probably come back into. Yeah. yeah. So, what's the answer? Are you playing him and Dembele and Dyer? I, mean, I think ultimately what you want is a, is a situation where you can play any two from those three and it's fine. But look at the choice we've got now. Like, yes. then we don't have to use, you know, as much as I do, I feel for him a little bit. You know, we don't have to use the Masons of this world and, and, and that type of thing. You know, Tom Carroll, I think, might get a bit of a stay in execution this year. But, um, you know, it's, it's good. We've got options. We've got League Cup games. We've got to play. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, that's it from the Fine Cop podcast. Thank you so much, James, for coming Thank down. You. Once again, four for two magazine. If you don't know it, um, buy it. Go and buy it. Yeah, yeah. and then and buy uh, two. Buy buy two. Uh, isn't most of your revenue coming from online now? No. Oh shit. No, yeah. No, <laughs> no it's not. Both. All of, all of it click on the website and do that can't be fucked with the editing apps and shit. stuff and right, I only yeah. asked you to edit one thing out the first time <laughs> that was it you libelled someone <laughs> who did I who well let's not do it again no 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 say it say it 
Oh, I said Jack, about Jack Wish or Jug Habit, that kind of thing. Yeah, something like that, yeah. That's yeah. fine, alright. Is that why I had to be edited out? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. remember that happening at all. Were you um, only on drugs? Freshly uh, <laughs> 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 played. Yeah. Alright, you? Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right, you. <laughs> Fuck me. Chris. Cheers, man. Miller, Wendy. <laughs> this is a mess. This has been the Fighting Cup podcast. I love doing this. I really do. It makes me so happy. I've had a hard day at work, a very long day at work. But three cans of Tisky around people I love. Tisky. And you've made me very... Be cross. It's Tisky. No one gives a shit. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm very happy and uh, remember to thank you for downloading <laughs> <laughs> thank you for downloading the podcast you can, you can download it every single week from iTunes where you can leave a review and oh yeah leave a review I love iTunes reviews we've had 198 reviews yeah and by and large positive yeah the, the bad ones though are funny a couple of bad so, ones what, yeah it's how good how are the stars looking now on the oh it's, it's oh, top notch yeah five five yeah, stars uh, the good thing about iTunes is they give you five stars even when there's a couple of arseholes so you know you, you kind of not that they're arseholes everyone's entitled to their opinion but um, you know, I, I <laughs> so next week should we read any new reviews we've got yes yeah yeah, yeah. good read, funny reviews the bad ones are good though yeah leave, leave if, if you hate us and you somehow listen to us leave bad reviews but only do it if you're genuine don't make up bad stuff yeah because that's shit we, can yeah. read, we only want good stuff read through that and then don't forget we've got apps App. websites yeah. What else we got? Well, one website. Any t-shirts left? No, all gone. All gone t-shirts. I know a new batch of t-shirts are in in the making. Nice. This is for the Facebook people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, follow Twitter. I'm fuck you. You don't get another shout out for your Twitter. You got like Who, Windy. Yeah, yeah he's got, got like fucking 20, millions of them. Twenty-eight thousand fucking verified tick now, and he. Pre- you got a tick now? Oh no. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> he has got a tick yes he has like, just like you James oh, no, he's got have you got more followers, followers he's got more followers so 50% yeah. of this podcast have a blue tick I don't need it what are we just cunts well you've still got like treble the followers I have so you, you'll, probably, you'll be next the day you take over me in followers is the day I end my life well there's the you challenge activate, ladies and gents go for it <laughs> I don't even read it anymore okay alright uh, thanks once again for downloading the Final podcast it's been another um Mediocre episode. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next week. Peace out. Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. 
Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken 00. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken 00. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.